You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital, and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker, and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Welcome to today's episode of the podcast. For those of you that don't know me well, welcome. My name's Stacey and I'm a social media strategist and sales coach and I'm the host of this podcast. I help female entrepreneurs create selling systems using social media that actually get results so you can attract, engage and convert more followers into clients. I like to work on an authentic sales practice that is simple, easy and fun for you to implement in your business so that you can not only claim back your time and freedom to spend on the things you love, but can also get your groove back and enjoy your time on social media so that it becomes a passionate and thriving part of your marketing ecosystem that gets results. If you want to get more of this sort of content in your ears every week, then please hit subscribe on your favorite podcatcher so you can be notified weekly when these episodes drop. Plus, if you're loving them, then you can leave a review and make sure that you pop your Instagram handle in the review as I give a shout out to all my reviews on my solo episodes. You can also alternatively screenshot it and DM it to me over on Instagram at at the double underscore social double underscore hub. I'm always over on the gram and ready for a chat. Now, choosing a business coach is a really personal decision. You want to find someone that really not only is going to help you move your business forward, but really gets you and that you can connect with. It's as much a personal decision as it is a business decision. And today's guest is a lady that has really gotten clarity in the niche of women she wants to help grow their businesses. Her name is Alison Callan, and she is a business clarity and success coach. I first met Alison when I saw she was running a free challenge in her group, The Conscious Creation Community. And I was drawn to that entire topic of intuitive and conscious business, as I really believe that to be successful, you need to follow the path you were designed to follow. But with a lot of noise in the business space, we often get caught up doing what we feel others want to see, not what we intuitively are good at or the pocket perhaps that is best aligned to us. Now, Alison is an award-winning, empathic and heart-led global business clarity and success coach. And she helps aspiring and established female entrepreneurs. Her mission is to champion the introverted and the intuitive woman starting in business or taking their professions by storm to ensure they confidently step up to be seen and heard. And I know that so many people out there in business are not extroverts, they're introverts and know that they need to get themselves out there. And maybe if that's you, then I know that this episode and Alison's approach is going to be just for you. She was the perfect choice to get on the podcast to share her knowledge about this perspective on running a business and how to really step up into your zone of genius and step up into your power and her experiences in being able to do this for herself and grow a thriving online community and successful business is definitely going to add value to your day. It's a fabulous episode and you can find the links to connect with Alison, including download her free mindset pathway over on the show notes for today's episode 
at www.thesocialhubau.com forward slash 36 and that's 36 felt with the letters not numbers as always but for now I will hand you over to the interview so that you can enjoy all the wisdom that Alison has to share. All right, welcome, Alison, to today's episode of the podcast. I'm really excited to have you here and get you to share all your knowledge and a bit more about yourself with my community. Um, I, in the intro, I said how we originally met, which was I actually did one of your challenges in your um, conscious creation group community. Yeah, yeah. and um, and really, really enjoyed your vibe and approach to. Um, tackling business from an intuitive and conscious perspective mm-hmm. um, because I, I personally believe that business is definitely about the steps that you take but a lot of it is about you know really stepping into your own power and being yourself and the sooner you can do that the I think the, the faster you see results in your business most of the time so Absolutely. really excited to have you share um, you know some some of your insights there but first of all can you introduce yourself a little bit about you and your business with everyone yeah thank you so much for having me I'm really really excited um so my name is Alison Callan and I am a business clarity and success coach mindfulness consultant um facilitator speaker author um and I guess the the thing that I'm most passionate about in my business is helping other intuitive empathic conscious souls create the business and lifestyle that they dream of um because I know how tricky it is to be seen and be heard in a way that feels really authentic to you when you are a little bit of an introvert a little bit of a no eyes all on me and um I've been on a nice big journey to be able to get to this place where I'm happy to, you know, talk and write and share my opinion and my voice and um, help others do the same. And it's been a consistent approach of personal development. So really, I help women create that conscious business that they've always desired um, to be in service of others, to help lighten the world, to, um, I like to think of it as a ripple effect. The more people that I can impact and influence in a magical way to do the things that they want to do the rest of the world will be helped even more because there's more people doing the things that they're meant to be doing yeah for themselves and others so yeah that's pretty much what I do yeah cool and I love like you know we use the word authentic so much these days but Mm. I think when it comes to selling yourself and selling what you do I'm all about how you do that being authentic because if you're not authentic then you Mm. won't you can't get behind it and yep. it's harder to take other people on that journey if you're just following some process that someone else has given you that you haven't really bought into yet. Yes. Because it doesn't I align with you. Fully agree. And I yep. think even it's that language around, you know, selling that immediately yeah. makes me go, oh, you know, I it know. feels uncomfortable <laughs> yep. and it doesn't feel like something I would do. However, I do love sharing what I do because I know that I love it. I love yep. what I do and it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like that natural selling of something. I feel like I'm just able to be me, talk about what I want to talk about with passion and integrity, um, commit to getting those results. And that feels like an opportunity, not yeah. a sale. So even when people say, oh, I can't do the selling bit and I, you know, it doesn't feel right to do this. I'm like, it's, it's change the word and you'll change yeah. the vibration around it. You'll change your frequency. You'll change your approach, yeah. you know, um, 
I mean, you know what it's like to launch something when you're in launch, all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I've got to talk about this nonstop for however long it is. Yeah. You're like, everyone must be bored of this by now. Everyone must be bored of this. And you have to get into that place where you're like, well, hang on a second. Why would they be? I'm bringing it all here. I'm loving talking about this. Why would, if yeah. I'm bored of talking about it, then there must be something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, the, th- the other thing is that most people that start a business, you you start a business because you're passionate about the thing that you're selling or the thing that you're doing, whether it's yep. e-commerce or uh, coaching or mm-hmm. service-based, you're passionate about the solution that you're providing to your audience. And a lot of people that start business, they're not extroverts. They are just mm-hmm. a, an average person who doesn't like to be in the limelight and is then mm-hmm. all of a sudden pushed into this space where they have to put themselves out there and it's really confronting Yes. And, you know, having to do these things that they've never done before, like create a sales funnel or a website or understand how to promote themselves on social media and all that sort of stuff. And it's really daunting. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I, I love that you specifically work on that part of the process because I think when people overcome that, that's where the magic happens. Yeah, I think when you have a reframe about it, because when, you know, when you put yourself in a situation, everyone loves to buy. Like, I feel great when I buy something. I feel great oh, when I invest in something. Like it's, like, it's like the best feeling. And you're yeah. like, oh, my God, I get to learn this new thing or I get to do this new thing or I get to experience this experience or I get to wear those new shoes or whatever it might be. Like, I love to buy. And yet you come up against all these amazing people who have things that they can offer and don't want to sell. So it's almost like if I don't know what's out there, I can't feel good about investing in what I actually want or need if it's not available so all of a sudden when you expand someone's mind to encapsulate that idea of but hang on do you ever feel like you've been sold to and they're like well no if I want to learn about something I either turn it on to listen more or I turn it off because I'm not interested yeah exactly exactly so allow other people to either get excited with you and buy into what you're doing and you know have that experience and enjoyment of that process or just they, they won't, you know, but you're only invested in those ones that are as well. Um, and that's that attraction marketing, you know, yeah. getting the right people in who know, like, trust, enjoy yeah. what you're doing and, yeah, have that same excitement for what it is that you're producing. So just changing and reframing that and all of a sudden it no longer holds the same connotation that you've yeah. always had on it. Yeah. I, yeah, I always call that reframe with my clients serving versus selling. And how can you serve people? And sometimes yep. you serve people by them paying you for something. Absolutely. <laughs> they have to. There's yeah. no, yeah. you know, if they don't invest, like I always say they're investing in themselves. Yes. Because, you know, everything I want to do, be, have is all for for me, my lifestyle, my my choices, my experiences, my growth. You know, I might be buying a service or buying a something, but it's still the result is me. So the money is going into that investment for myself. So I'm the I'm the best thing I could ever invest in, yeah. you know. And again, it's that, yeah, it's just that reframe of that makes people think differently about how they can step up in their yeah. integrity, in authenticity to provide opportunities. It's just, yeah, changes things. Yeah, definitely. Now, look, there's, you know, lots of business coaches out there and lots of, you know, yes. business consultants or specialists or you know whatever term it is that you put um into that title 
but there's not, I think you're the only, you know, business coach I know that has really niched down into working with, you know, um, intuition in -hmm. business. So I find, I found that really interesting. So I'd love you to share how you came to niche down into serving your specific group of people. Um, okay. Do you know, it feels really odd because it's, I think it's been four years that I've been in business and it didn't always start off as intuition per se. Yeah. Yeah. When I did all my coach training, you know, it's all about asking curious questions. It's all about identifying and looking at people's, um, physical responses in terms of knowing how to interpret what you visually see. And so I had to use a lot of my own intuitive guidance I guess in you know in that interpretation and kind of feeding it back and the more I did that the easier it came and the more I guess confident I became in my expertise within that approach of actually being able to say hey look I'm just seeing this and I'm noticing that and what exactly does that mean or to me this is how I'm picking up on this you know how does that resonate with you and it was really interesting to see how many times it just nailed it, but mm. the person until they were approached with what it was that I was seeing or witnessing or experiencing as a result of the way their session was going, hadn't found the way to communicate it or hadn't found the way to kind of identify that uncomfortable feeling or that discomfort they were experiencing around something and not knowing how to actively communicate that to, to get, relief it was almost like just like a niggle of just I just don't know I don't know what this is and the more I got familiar with doing that the more that I knew that that was something I was really good at and I actually went out to my clients because I was looking to niche because originally in my business I did like I I marketed myself as doing three different types of coaching I was doing life and style coaching uh, mindfulness and wellness coaching and career and business coaching And I loved everything and I didn't want to not do something. I was one of those, you know, like every entrepreneur that starts out, they want to do everything. They don't want to say no to anyone. No, no. (laughs) You just want to help everyone. I want to help everybody. I want to help everyone. And and I did. But I I had these, like this whole mix of clientele. I had like guys and women. I had business owners and corporate clients. And I had, you know, young women and older men. And then it was just like a whole mission. I just had a whole different variation yeah. of clients. Yeah. And I loved working with every single one of them. And I had to really dig deep and go, what is it about them? What is it about them that brings them all together? So I picked like my six favorite clients, like that I always was just buzzing after every single session. Like there was not a session that went by where I wasn't, I, you know, I, I wasn't like, that was amazing. And I wrote down all their character traits and all their qualities that I perceived in them. And what I noticed about every single one of them was that they were empathic and intuitive, whether they liked it or not, or whether they knew it or not. They would always talk about how they would go with their gut or their head or their heart. They'd always talk about leading with emotions and they'd always be very eloquent when it came to talking about their emotions and their experiences. And they were very visual people. Yeah. So. I kind of went, oh, my God, that is it. And the reason I connected with them so much was because I'm a very visual person. I'm a very empathic person. I'm a very intuitive person. So for me, I was always going with what feels right here, what what doesn't feel right here, what what looks 
as though it's working, what doesn't look as though it's working. And I was like, oh my goodness, there I, I connect with those qualities. And then that was how I said it's empathic, intuitive individuals, but more so women, because um I couldn't believe that I found these amazing empathic, intuitive men that had no idea they were <laughs> yeah, yeah. empathic and probably not appreciate me saying that about them in any way, shape, or form. But they really were. They were so heart-led and so driven by their feelings and their experiences that they were totally my kind of people. And um, that is how I kind of went through that process of niching into empathic, intuitive women because there's an abundance of women out there that can resonate with that or know that they feel connected to that but don't actually know how to use it or how to use it for like a a benefit Yes, because having experienced it myself uh, before I kind of mastered those qualities and understood them, I always felt suppressed by them. I felt like I didn't want to be seen and heard. I didn't want to put myself out there. I didn't want to, I had very strong values. um, And when things were out of alignment with those values, I'd really suffer. You know, I wouldn't be able to find a way out of that, which is why I think I'm so good at what I do now because, you know, there's nobody else that I have to be in alignment with other than me and my business and the way that I want to do it. Yeah. which has the best advantage, but also I kind of mastered those qualities to use them in an advantageous way for me um, in business. So I could put all the skills that I'd learned in corporates into use to be able to do that. So there's something about the connection that I have with those clients that enables me to read them quite well um, and not be afraid to use my intuition and see those overwhelming niggles that they have, um, which helps me relate to them to get them to where they need to be, to see that clarity, to have that yep. clarity boom. And then they can kind of tangibly get to that success pathway that they want to. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that was, that was key to to niching, picking those favourite clients, getting those qualities sorted and allowing that to simmer for a while before I could see the connection and then identifying that's it, that's what that's what's there. Yeah. And when once you did, once you were like, mm. okay, that's the people that I wanna I wanna work with, that's yeah. my that's my people. That's my they're my my people, they're my gang. Yeah. Um what what did that do for you? And what did that do for your business? Um, For me, twofold, I think. First off, I was terrified because I was like, (laughs) how am I going to find these people? Like, how am I going to find lots of me's when I know that I wouldn't have wanted to be found? (laughs) (laughs) So that was a scary thing. But on the upside of that, I was like, I finally know who I'm talking to. Yeah. Because I'd always been, like, I'd, I'd... I've always been a big advocate for experimentation, you know, like if in business, if I hadn't have worked with so many different types of people and I hadn't experienced working with so many different types of people, I wouldn't have perfected my craft. No, I wouldn't have, you know, I I, I wouldn't have had that level of, of, um, I would have only been led by assumptions and I like to test things. I like to say, 
you know, I'm assuming that I'm not going to like this, but if I don't experience it, I'm never going to really know. So for me, having that ability to say it's okay to experiment, it's okay to try something to figure out whether or not it's going to work for me and my business just took all the pressure off. Um, So when I knew that I, I knew that I liked to work in a certain way, I found it easier to just be me. So previously to talking to empaths and intuitives, I think I had just been talking from from my experiences and from my heart and from um, my story and thinking whoever it's going to meet is meant to hear it. And that was kind of what I was doing. After that, I was saying, right, well, I know my journey and I know the points in my journey that were very specifically resonant in making changes. And then I was able to craft those communications around these are the things that are going to be most helpful, most valuable, most impactful for my kind of people. Yeah. Um, And that's probably the stuff that isn't out there or when I started probably wasn't out there as much as it is now. Um, So it became, yeah, it became relatively easy for me to just go, this is what I need to talk about today. This is what I know people are struggling with today. This is what I know I can add value with by creating today. So it just all of a sudden my level of clarity just crystallised and enabled me to find that pathway to success. Yeah. 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 No, I love that because I talk to my audience and my clients a lot Mm. around what is your niche. And it's from a social media perspective, because I, you know, teach social media and now also Mm. teach people how to create their own online courses. It's around who is that person? What problem are you solving? Mm-hmm. who are they what are their interests what are all these things and we go and emotionally like what drives mm-hmm. them like all those things because um when you get that clarity yeah it just makes it easier for you mm-hmm. to do business in general it makes it easier to connect with them it makes it easier to create content it makes it easier to craft offers because ev- you understand that person so well that mm-hmm. everything you do becomes about mm-hmm. serving them and i think but I, I also agree that when you're just starting, it's important to have that kind of, you know, testing thing of, no, yeah. I really don't want to do that. And yeah. sometimes you need to just do it to know whether you don't want to do it or, you know, okay, that's the, you know, I, yeah. I, I remember at one point I thought I'm going to um, manage people's Facebook ads. I thought that would be a really <laughs> great little niche for me. Yeah. I think I did it twice and I just went, I never want to do that again. Like, yeah. not that I don't love ads, but my space is teaching and coaching. Mm-hmm. That's what I've mm-hmm. always been good at and always been passionate about. And um, even with, like, socials altogether, I can teach ads, but I don't focus on them because my passion's more in that kind of organic space. Organic, of, yeah. Creating connections with people and how to do that in a really valuable way because, you know, if you can't do that, you can't even create good ads, let's be honest. So, um, you know, it... <laughs> but you know I had to go through that process and do that before I could say definitely no I didn't want to do that anymore or yes Mm. I did want to do that again yeah Um, and I think that's a really important part of the journey and once you do but once you know then I think it's important that you take the step it's scary it's scary to niche down it's a really scary process but once you do that's when the magic happens you see results like the 
when I work with the people that I am meant to be working with, they fly, like they transform, life changes, they create the results, like it happens. If I'm working with people that I'm not aligned to or for and they're not my people, then I can't do as much for them. I can't help create and facilitate that level of growth because it, yes, you just don't get those results. And I think that's the really important thing as well. I was looking at um, the other day because I wanted to outsource and I was looking at, right, I've, I specifically want to outsource this part of my business. And as a result of that, I wanted an expert. And I didn't want like, I didn't want a general VA to outsource this piece of work to. I wanted to give it to an expert who specialised in that one thing. And yes. I said, you know, of course I do, because I know the power in somebody who has such an expertise in a really small area of craft that I would get the best results from. You know, I don't want to go to a general practitioner if I know that I have one, like a hearing problem. I want to go to, hear, you know, a hearing doctor, a hearing yeah. um, specialist. and. That's what we're talking about. It's about getting down into that arena and then all of a sudden you, your authority in that arena starts to rise. And yes. it's, yes, yeah, it helps you with confidence and clarity, but it also helps the people that you're meant to be working with because it's an easier, it's an easier yes because they can see tangible results. They can yeah. feel your authority. They know that you're the person they're meant to yeah. be helped by. Yeah, 100%. I, I totally mm -hmm. agree because, you know, you could do, you know, you could, I don't know, let's just say, for example, you're doing a social media post to talk about an offer or something. And if that offer, like you said, you know, you were looking for someone specifically that helped you with this one thing. Yeah. And if you had two different people that had done a, a social media post, let's say how, that's mm -hmm. how you found them. And one person was talking to everybody, but one person was talking specifically to you. You, It's a no-brainer for yeah. you to choose the person that gives you exactly what you need. And yes. it helps them find you easier because they're not having to sift through all of this other stuff to uncover whether or not you can do what they need you to do. They yes. just know automatically that person does that and I need them. And mm -hmm. the sooner you get clarity, like, you don't have to rush the process, but once you're ready to, it's important that you mm -hmm. do it because then it just makes that, it just makes it so much easier. And then people can, you know, I have people come to me and they go, you know, I've been following you for ages. I knew three months ago I wanted to work with you. I just had to save yeah. up money or something, you know, yeah. and it's like, but I knew you were that person because my mm -hmm. message is so clear. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. and how good does that make you feel? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah. yeah. I am. Um, the other thing I did when I was really identifying the niche was because I was telling you this before we came on. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't like labels. I struggle to label myself. And I think that's what a lot of people also um, struggle with, you know, niching themselves into one area and just and labeling it as, as that, you know, like I'm, um, you know, just a, just a business coach or an intuitive business coach or a clarity and success coach. Yeah. And I remember I actually went out to my clients and I said, in like, in your words, what have you received in us working together? Like they've all achieved their results. They all knew what they wanted and they were a big spread out group of um, people. Like I said, when I first started and I was, I was looking for that common factor of 
what do they all have in common? Why do I love working with such diverse people? Um, and how can I make this easier and more tangible for me? And I went out to all of them and every single person that came back said clarity and success. They were the two words. And I was like, well, if that's what my clients are saying, then that's what I do. So it was easy to take their words and say, I'm a clarity and success coach for women in business. Mm. Um, I think they're great words though, because, you know, I mean, you know, some business coaches focus on like, you know, the, the numbers and the money Mm. and not, and the accountancy and, you know, all that sort of, and that's great. Mm. That's, they serve a really great place for the people that need that, but you serve a place for those people that need the clarity and need that one thing that you give them. Yeah. And, you know, I think you can't, you have to shine a light on so many of the things that they don't want to see. That's what helps them get clarity. So the amount of people that I know within my niche they don't want to look at the numbers like ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like they don't want to look at their niche. They don't want to look at their numbers, you know, and they could be doing so well in business, but that's one of the places that I make them go so that they can take ownership and responsibility for what they're actually creating in yeah. all aspects. Cause it is so important. But again, yeah. I know my people well enough to know that they could be making millions and not appreciating that, yeah. you know, and taking them into that conversation of, have you done your numbers? Because you're never going to have the clarity of concept if you haven't done that piece too. Yeah. Um, It's bridging that gap for me. I'm a Gemini, so I'm naturally like very logically, materialistically minded and that's my corporate background that I've got. And then the other part of me is um, up in the air or creative or thinking, not necessarily doing. So the two going together, I have to make sure I'm not, overly compensating on one or yeah, the other yeah, otherwise yeah. I'm off the wall <laughs> <laughs> I get like, like that sometimes too but my, I always say mine comes from being a Libran in oh, the sense that I you know yeah. I'm, I'm always striving for balance but and when it's imbalanced it's very imbalanced but most mm-hmm. of the time I'm pretty good I'm like this you know like very you get balanced. to know yourself through business right it's, yeah yeah <laughs> and then um journey I was talking to someone the other day and they were saying you know they said I think you're left and right brained and I said yeah and that's a real struggle yeah. for me because yeah. I've got this need for you know things to be organized and in their space and everything but at the same time I don't like to plan too far in advance yeah. <laughs> and like to have room to be spontaneous and be yeah. creative and you know, all those things. So yes, it's sometimes, okay. it's sometimes it's like there's two people going at loggerheads inside your own brain some days. Completely agree. I'm so structured in my day and I'm really well known for loving planning and strategies and routines, but I have to remind myself every day. So I have this, um, this one phrase that I keep saying that is something magical is happening today, something magical is coming my way because it reminds me to keep my head open for spontaneity, reminds my head open and available for something that I didn't see coming so that I don't miss an opportunity or I don't. um, It's just, yeah, I I really needed it um, and it works wonders. I can't can't not have that as part of my day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about today as well was um, community because you're really big on community and relationships and that's Mm. how we first met was through your Facebook group and, you know, over the time that I've been in that group and, and, you know, watched you and been a member in there, Mm. one thing that's always stood out to me is that you, you show up a lot 
for your yeah. audience. And I that's a huge value of mine because I show up yeah. a lot for mine as well. So that's something I've always noticed and admired about you. And um, also that your audience is highly engaged as well. Mm. So they're very engaged in your message and the journey that you take them on. Yeah. So I'd just love you to share kind of, you know, where can that community piece has fit in your business and the relationships that have come from it? Yeah. So when I first created that community back in the day, like four years ago, <laughs> I it was my safe place. I wanted to create somewhere safe online where I could be my introverting self, where I didn't have to be seen and heard outside of people that didn't want to see and hear me. Yeah. So I created my little corner of paradise Um, and I knew that my people would kind of show up because I knew that's what they needed too I wasn't the only one that was scared of sharing their voice in a Facebook group or um, didn't want to pitch their message overtly in in all the groups and you know just be everywhere that they wanted to actually create connections and build friendships and it's so interesting because like people have meetups now like out of that group and it's amazing I know like I had a clarity call with a lady the other day and she said you know my my people now are people that I've met through your group and we go out and we you know get together and connect offline and that challenge that I just did that 12 insights um program like i've had messages about people who have done it all together and because they were showing up and engaging they created bonds and friendships and they've messaged each other outside of the community and become friends and you know they're all over the world so i'm like that just that's amazing but i think it's not it it's not so much me it's the place that i've created and the fact that i invite people to get involved and to to engage and I guess show show up in there as much as I can and and foster that that message that it's okay to be in there that it's it's great to connect that it's about sharing your value and and sharing your expertise to help other people grow and building that relationship is the best way of doing that because so many of them are business owners and as business owners you know how important it is to have that no like and trust factor yeah and how important it is to honestly refer people that you genuinely believe in because if you're doing that you're putting your business and your brand and your name in in connection with the referral yes and again that holds esteem in people who know like and trust you so you don't do that lightly and you do that when you really have that connection with somebody and you do believe in what they do and you've either worked with them, know someone else that's worked with them, seen the results of somebody that's worked with them or, you know, you've had a, you have a genuine connection that you know and like and trust them. So that's what's created there. So there's this beautiful way that people start referring on and you know, asking for things. And I, I just, I love that. And I think it's a small community, you know, it's not, you know, it's not a, it's not a big place. Um, but again, I want people to really want to be there and really want to create those connections and have that same kind of philosophy of building relationships and building rapport. Um, 
Yeah. And I think everyone in there knows that they're all on this big personal growth journey as much as they are on the business one as well, Um, which is important. The thing I love about it is, you know, it's what is it, like 500, 600 members in there. I think it's a true testament to the whole thing of it doesn't have to be 100,000 people for it to be Mm -hmm. a successful community. It's just got to be the right people. And when people go to build a Facebook group, because groups are so popular now, you know, they're the it thing on Facebook. Everyone, you know, wants a group. Everyone's in groups. And, you know, and don't get me wrong, I love groups. I teach them as a strategy as well on social media because I truly believe they're so valuable. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's, like anything, there's the shiny lights and with your page it's your followers and with groups it's how many people are in the group. But your group's a true testament to doesn't have to be hundreds of thousands of people no. in there. It just needs to be the yeah. right people um, mm. and that's what will build a successful yeah. community. Yeah, and I think I think people have seen my journey in there because I have consistently showed up and I have, I, so it's funny because I say I have consistently showed up. I don't feel that I'm very consistent in there. In the oh, you show up so consistently. <laughs> you show up so consistently. But again, I guess that's the intuitive bit because I don't have a list of I go live on Wednesdays. You know, I've never been yes. that type of person who yes. says, hey, I need to get the engagement in the group with my people. So I'll check the insights and I'll see that everyone's online at four o'clock on Thursdays and then I'll create an event and then I'll I'll send them messages I'm going live at four o'clock to talk about this I don't do any of that if I feel like I want to go live I just go live and I and there's a lot to be said for not overthinking overthinking (laughs) things either I like I love that because so many times people will go they'll say to me oh I've checked my insights and this is when they're on the line the most and I'm going to do this and this and this and I'm like you could have created two weeks worth of content in the time, in the time that you that spent analy- over analyzing that tiny little thing, yeah. you know? So there's a lot to be said for, I've got something to say. I'm just going to go live. <laughs> yeah. And I, because oftentimes I'm just in that zone and yes. then it feels really good. And then you come out with the energy that you have and, and yeah, I, I really, I feel good about that. And I know that I always want to present my best self. So being in those those situations is is really good I think it's been interesting lately hasn't it with everyone being home so much more about the freedom that you have to to go live to be seen to have the space and the capacity for um everyone to see a little bit more into your real life yeah which I've loved because you know I I work from home I have kids I have a dog I have a cat I have a husband it's been crazy and manic and um again it helps me connect with my audience because they get it they're in the same situation yes and that's been a beautiful kind of resonant connection that we've had over and above because I haven't stopped that you know I haven't stopped my my story my message um client calls, all those kind of things when I have this tiny little person come and, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at the screen and interrupt. And, yeah, it's so funny seeing um, seeing that. <laughs> I've been so focused in sessions and then all of a sudden I've seen this hand come at me from the side of the screen. Oh. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> you know, I was, it I was in. He snuck up. <laughs> it happens. My, my kids are 9 and 11 and it still happens. So yeah. I was doing, I do a free training in my Facebook group every month. Yeah. Um, and I do it live in the group and um, 
it was in in isolation. I don't even know if it was school holidays or what it was just a normal, yeah. it was just a day. Like every day was the same, right? And um, my kids had gone to their friend's house who's over the road and I said, I, I'm going to be on this video from 11 o'clock till 12 o'clock. They know, they know that when the doors close, they're not meant to come in, but they yeah. still do anyway. And um, anyway, so I'm in the zone, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know, talking about Instagram or something. And then yeah. all of a sudden, bang, 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 the kids come in and I'm like, hello, what are you doing? And, and I'm like live. I couldn't, I couldn't stop. Yeah. I couldn't pause. I was live. And they come yeah. in with their skateboards and go, can we go down to the shop? Can you give us some money? (laughs) The best parenting moment ever, isn't it? It's like, we'll talk about this later. (laughs) I just went, yes, of course you can. And then they went to say something else and I said, no, I'm busy. You you can go, but you need to go now. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone was just laughing and it it actually ended up being a really cool moment. And I left it in the replay and the recording and everything because I just thought, like they saw me be human for a minute and yeah. realized that I go through just the same challenges as them. It's just that I keep pushing on through. <laughs> yeah. It's just that we expect them and, and they, yeah, they do still happen. It's, it is really interesting, but yeah, I think that is a great thing with community too. Yeah. Um, not being you, afraid to show that vulnerability and yeah. the discomfort in life and business too. And I think if it's your community, it's good for them to see that. Mm. So like you said, you you built your community mm. because you wanted a space that you were comfortable in. Yeah. So if you're someone out there that's building a group, mm. there's a big part of that is, you know, how you show up and how you manage the group and what you choose to share with them. If they just see a veneer, yeah. mm-hmm. a, a veneer that you want people to see rather than the real you, it. I, I, this has my, been my personal experience yep. and, you know, when I've helped people with their groups is the sooner they can see you for who you really are, the faster they will connect with you yes. and you'll start to get more results as in more, you know, whatever those results are. If it's just to have mm. an engaged group, if it's to, you know, collaborate with people in there, maybe it's a lead magnet for your business, whatever you're using it for, mm-hmm. um, you know, having that community and, and showing up as your real self. Yeah. Really that's helps. what people want to see. It does. Yeah. Especially even now, you know, I think people are, they've become so much more conscious of all the tips, the tricks and the tools to get people yeah. to buy into what it is. But it's that, it's that having that longevity of this is just who you are. You know, I had, I met somebody for um, a clarity call probably a year ago now and she was like, you are just exactly like you are when I see you online. And that she was very surprised by that. And I thought, well, I, I don't, I think it would create too much energy for me to be anything else. Like yeah. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have the capacity to create. <laughs> I'm all with you there, man. I'm all with you. <laughs> you know, makeup or no makeup, like it's yeah. just, yeah, this is, this is just what you're going to get. Because again, the other thing is I don't want someone to work with me thinking they're buying into something that they're not going to get. Mm. you know yeah they're they're you know they're going to get the results they're going to get me as I am and the sooner they get to know that the sooner they know if it's going to work or not work and I I want that result too so yeah yeah yeah, I love that group I do love that group yeah no that's awesome and uh, you know I think it's a good conversation to have because Facebook groups are so big and there's so many people out there scared to start their own communities Mm. and I think that if you know, sometimes doing that is sometimes the best thing I've seen some of my clients do for their business is start their own community where they can show up, um, you know, not just as the leader as such. Yes, you've got to take the lead because it's your group, but, Mm -hmm. um, 
you're holding space for a certain group of people and that's really important as well. Yeah. yeah. And it like I again I know that I'm attracting people that are very similar to me yes. and I'm a lurker. Like I don't do engagement in other people's groups. I'm shocking at it. I love being in them um to support or to give value, but I don't necessarily you know engage I kind of watch replays do things on my own time outside um so I know my clients do the same all of the people in my community are doing the same thing because they're so similar to me and that's the thing you get to know your niche you know what it is and so many people that start groups think but no one's engaging no one's talking to me no one's you know it it takes time it takes a really long time and it's got to resonate with people and you'll be surprised at how many people are watching yes. and, and resonating they just yes. don't need to tell you yeah, yeah and that's, that's not right. why you do it anymore yeah. you know you do it because you have something to say and you know it's going to help people and that's the thing that you hold on to you just yeah. go this is out there it's doing what it needs to do i believe in that and i believe in me and it will you know it will happen you'll get a confirmation yeah. at some point that it's gone where it needs to go and the amount of times someone contacts you and goes, oh, I've been following you for ages, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm like, have you? I've never even heard of you. Like you've never commented on anything. And it's like, mm. no, I've just been following you. I don't really get, I don't really comment. Yeah. I don't really do any of that, but I've been following you for ages. It's like, oh, okay, cool. So you, you forget mm. sometimes that there's so many people watching <laughs> and that's all they're doing is just watching. And it's still important to show up for those people. Yeah, it really is. One day they will need you and at that time, when mm-hmm. that time comes, you you want to be available to them. Yeah, you'll be the person that they think of first when they think of that issue or that problem where it gets so big that they're like, ah, oh, enough, Yeah, you know, help, that's it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So what are some of your best tips, if you've got a couple mm-hmm. of tips for any listeners out there to help them on their business journey? Um. Have a purpose that is bigger than yourself. I love that. Yeah. I think that has been something that really helps being, you know, I've said it a couple of times, being this little introvert that wanted to keep herself relatively small, um, I don't think I'd be able to do what I do if I hadn't have realised that, yes, I want to have a certain quality of life. Yes, I want to get up every morning and, and enjoy what I do and go to work loving it. Um, yes, I want to see these transformations in people, but you know that's the bigger piece. When yes. I get up in the morning and I'm like, oh, you know, today is a hard day. I don't really feel like it. It's winter. It's a new moon. You know, everything feels a bit sluggish. That's when that purpose is even more important because it's not about me and how I'm feeling. It's about what I can do for other people that particular day. So having that why that is bigger than me. You know, knowing that my clients are there waiting for me, knowing that um, I'm going to help move someone else's life forward today, that is a bigger driver than I just want to get up and enjoy what I'm doing. It's yes, outside of myself that's more yeah. important yeah. and that's easier to contribute to. So I would definitely say that that is, um, if you can tap into that, it means it, it, will, it will help in those unmotivated moments yeah. or those all eyes on me moments, definitely. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about it, you know, your niche, you really do need to know who you're talking to and, and why and not be scared of it because somebody that reaches, there's, there's so many people in the world, you cannot help them all. However, 
there are a certain slice of those people that are waiting for what you have to deliver. You just need to be able to take responsibility for that authority in their world and then start to consistently share that because you will go so much further longer when you feel really aligned and really confident that's when the clarity just expands you just then know that that is the thing that I'm great at that is the thing that I can consistently do day in day out and feel really satisfied with because I know I'm always going to get the results and that again goes into the purpose you know the more you do that the more you will create a bigger purpose outside of yourself um I think for me as well rituals you know I I always have my business rituals and I always have um my day rituals my week rituals my quarterly vision casting you know I have a a set system that I have found that works for me and it really does help me set my day up you know when I sit first thing in the morning and say you know what does success feel like to me today um how can I show up as my best self what you know what am I feeling into what am I carrying from yesterday what do I want to achieve today when I've done like that component all of a sudden I'm, I'm focused I'm ready for the day and I can tackle yeah. anything and that is critical as much as it is doing the reflection piece at the end of the day is to how did I live that purpose today how did I show up as my best self how did I experience success and you know how am I planning for the for the next day um because I'm really big on every day and every action leading to that bigger vision that bigger strategy that we have so that no day feels wasted no action feels non-rewarding everything has its place and a reason behind it so I think having that intention that those rituals those business planning strategies just really help um yeah so I would I would say those are my three big things that come to mind right now I could probably carry on forever (laughs) no I know I know I know it's like when people say to me what's three best tips for social media I'm like three I don't know I've got like a hundred three (laughs) but I love that so it was um have a purpose that's bigger than you niching Mm -hmm. and um your rituals so business rituals yeah so Yeah. yeah I love that they're three really good tips really love that thank you um, I hope they, help. they do they do so in in wrapping up it's been so good to chat to you today Alison and have you on the podcast where's the best place for people to connect with you um best place to connect is probably my website alisoncallan.com that's the easiest place to find me and you can find um links to my free resources links to my facebook group um and you know all the ways in which you can learn more about me so that's probably the hub of where you can find what it is that you might need from my slice of the world yeah cool and all the links to um allison's website and also her facebook group will be in the show notes for today's episode so you can head over there and get those as well thank you so much for joining us today allison it's been awesome thank you i've really 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 enjoyed it it's amazing thanks so much my pleasure Thanks for listening to the Social Hub Podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, thesocialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy. Stay classy.